you to think anything had changed. I'm completely unprepared. So normal Bam. day. Normal day. Bam, we're live. Mike Halpin, hi. J.R. Howell, hi. Brian Friend, Andrew Hiller. You don't, uh, Halpin. You don't I've only done say this hi three back. times. Sorry. You don't say hi back. You just, it was actually, it was actually kind of funny. It was perfect. <laughs> it was perfect. Okay, fine. It was perfect, Halpin. Uh, Andrew Hiller, uh, J.R. Howell, and uh, the executive producer of the Seven Podcast, uh, um, uh, um, uh, Matthew Souza, and behind the scenes, always. Mr. Beaver. Caleb. <laughs> the Beaver. open, the open is uh, done. The open is the uh, first event, which uh, helps CrossFit uh, find the fittest human being on planet earth. No one argues that that is the fittest human being on planet earth. It's also an interesting event because it's a community event for the thousands of gyms all over the globe on all uh, seven continents with a single mission, ideally of helping people uh, making people's uh, DNA express itself in the greatest, finest, most beautiful, um, happiest, I guess now um, way possible so that it can move large loads quickly. And uh, so we went through that. We went through that process, and and, and that's supposed to be a, a, a tie between a community event, but also a very legitimate, serious event. I hear a fucking echo. Who is it? Who's the a very culprit? serious? It's Halpin because it's only his third time. A, a, a very serious event, and yet a community event that bring, takes these three or four hundred thousand people, and and we take that ten percent, or CrossFitting takes that ten percent and moves them on to the next phase, and that phase is the quarterfinals. And that's uh, where we are at today. And the quarterfinals uh, started um, 26, 27 hours ago, yesterday at 12 noon uh, Pacific Standard Time, 11.45 p.m. Pacific Standard Time to be uh, exact, um, if I am not correct, if, if I am correct. So, so here we are. Um, it, it's three days of workouts, five workouts total. Um, the first set of workouts were due today at 12 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, and then the leaderboard was supposed to go up at 1 o'clock. Um, the workouts are 1, 2, 3, 4, and 5. All the workouts have been released, but workouts 1 and – and you can do the workouts in any order, but workouts 1 and 2 had to be submitted today at noon. Thank you, Brian. I appreciate the nodding because I'm just totally feeling around in the I'm dark. Pretty impressed so far. Thank you. Pretty, pretty impressed. Uh, workouts 1 and 2 had to be uh, posted today by 12 noon, then workouts two and th uh, sorry 3 and 4 – by tomorrow at noon, and then finally Sunday at noon, workout five, the final workout. Although you could have done them all already, correct? Correct. Could, could you submit all the scores already? No. I don't no. think so. I was no. told by somebody that they couldn't submit score five. I didn't see any options to submit scores for three, four, or five until about you know two hours ago or whatever. Okay, so yeah. let me ask you, if, if Caleb were to pull up the leaderboard right now, could we look and see – Who's winning uh, in North America? Uh, well, there's two regions in North America. Could we pick one depends. of those? I think we should defer to Halpin on that. Okay. You don't know anything you say. Uh, because there are, just, just so you know, one more, one more small thing. There are seven regions. So, so right. the, these, let's say these 30,000 athletes, this 10% is now broken into seven regions. And then from those seven regions, um, three in totality, 300 people will move to the CrossFit games to the finals. Oh no, that's not true. Sorry, go on. I defer men. to Brian here. Tell me about the semifinals. Sorry, Jesus. No, 300 total men and 300 total women will go to seven different semifinals, and then 40 of those will each will advance to the games. Okay, so of those 300 men and 300 women, those will be split over 
seven, seven regions days. around the planet. Can we see those regions? Can I go to like North America West, the Pasadena um, semifinal, and see who's who's uh, currently most likely to go there? Yes and no. Okay. I I Get believe on I on the app you can do it. On the website you cannot. I think that there is supposedly there is some kind of a glitch on the back end with the website, and that will be updated on the website at some point. So so what am I looking at there in that leaderboard? That's just the whole world smushed into one? Yes, and this right. is also a relevant leaderboard because it's this leaderboard, I believe, help and that will re- award points for towards worldwide ranking. Wow. Okay. Just, just for shits and yes. giggles here. Uh, apparently there's a glitch on the online leaderboard. It's not sorting by region. Have to use the app. Okay. Thank you, Ann. Let me ask you this. Can yep. I look at these, um, this Mal O'Brien, Brooke Wells, Emily Rolf, Alexis Raptus, uh, Fee Sagafi. Those are all North America. How about this chick, Leah Storin? 19 year old girl or 20 year old girl from Norway. Uh, extremely proficient in gymnastics. Uh, strength will be a limiter for her. So I, she would, I would, expect this ranking to drop drastically tomorrow but there's definitely some things that she's amazing at and certainly we can see the first workout was one of those uh ariel lowen annika greer let me see nine and ten por favor uh daniel brandon okay so only two europeans and the rest north americans are currently in the top 10 all right yeah it's a good mix of east and west okay okay can I just see the men really there's quick? A, there's a decent amount of European women in the second 10, though. Okay, and, and we'll get back to that. I just want to give it a super big picture and see if I can get an understanding understanding of the landscape here, kind of feel it out. Uh, in the men, and once again, uh, this isn't broken by region, uh, top 10, uh, Justin Medeiros, uh, Scott Tetlow, Spencer Panchik, Patrick Vellner, Noah Olson, uh, Victor Hoffer. Who's this guy? Yeah, we'll talk about him. Okay, uh, but not American, France. Oh, the winner of the first workout, though, and we have been talking about him, actually. You'll know his name eventually. Uh, this Victor Hoffer, he's the real deal? Yeah, he wants to come on the show. I told you that earlier today. Oh, okay. Uh, Colin uh, Bosshard, great, great last name. Uh, Enrico, Enrico Zanoni, uh, Cole Sager, and uh, Mr. Jeffrey Adler. Okay, so a ton of North Americans again. Bosshard. Yeah, Bosshard. <laughs> That's a great nice. name. Okay. The the workouts were announced. We haven't talked about these workouts, right? These five workouts. No, no we have not. Okay, so I would just like to uh, go just very quickly. I'm sure we'll end up doing a programming show, but uh, hear from uh, you guys, uh, Jr. Any any thoughts on the on the five workouts? I have not looked at them. Sorry, just to <laughs> slam you with this, but just big picture. Uh, is are, is this a good um, good quarterfinal? Well, you know, they've only been out for like, you okay. Said, so, so let me rephrase that. You don't have to tell me if it's good or bad. Give me like your thoughts, heavy on the gymnastics, okay. heavy weights, um, better for tall people, just a, a kind of a broad sweeping, uh, editorial on it. All right. So you've got two, you might call them reciprocal workouts, workouts one and five that are highly dependent upon the last movement, that which is a gymnastics movement, the nine rope climbs and the 21 wall facing handstand pushups. So I would say that's two workouts to the gymnastics bias. And then you've got two other workouts if and only if you're very proficient at crossover single unders that are essentially just engine tests, basic capacity tests, the 20-minute AMRAP of rowing and abdominal movements, and then dumbbell snatches, dumbbell lunges, and crossovers. 
And then lastly, you have basically a strength test. So you've got a heavy barbell for 15 reps under some high power output, leg fatigue conditions. So I would say as an overall test, if and only if you're proficient at, every, at all of them, it's very balanced. Two gymnastics, one weightlifting, two capacity. Uh, when you say very proficient, meaning you've trained them before? Correct. So you're saying that there's things in there that if someone hasn't trained. Well, I can tell you this. If you have never done a crossover single under or you do not have the correct rope to do them proficiently and or you've never done a wall facing strict handstand push up, then I think those are two very big ifs. And those would those would say that you don't you can't be proficient because you've never done them before. And there are some people that probably got them the first try. But I would say that those two movements, more so the crossover single under, and maybe it's just a, if you haven't been doing them, shame on you. Mm-hmm. So so just a, just a really quick thing. So this is the first I'm hearing this. This um, uh, Taylor Self, wow. Two of Taylor these te- link. I sent him a link. Okay, two of these <laughs> tests are fucking ass pussy. I thought he didn't do drugs and alcohol. I thought he was like went to the sobriety house. Is he drinking again? That doesn't think, even make sense. That's like something my kids say. I catch my kids. You don't put those swear words in. Those swear words don't go together. Oh, I love it. You didn't even say. That was edgy. It was an edgy comment. Yeah, that's what it was. That's like calling someone like a dick bitch. It's like yo, that, you, you don't even make sense. Oh, they hit hard. You uh, dick bitch. Yeah, that, it doesn't even make sense. Or you flip someone off with the wrong finger. Like, yeah, I'm boss hard right now. Come on, Taylor. You're better than that. Um, at the games, they were crossover double unders. Correct. Now they're crossover single unders? Yes. Wow, that's the first time. I, I've been kind of been paying attention, uh, but this is the first time that I've kind of, I've, I've made that distinction. Okay, and that's why they look different when uh, in Adrian's video when he was counting them. It's basically yeah, the every, why- every time you do this, it's one, two, three. Four, uh, five, no. Yes. A- after after the first crossover has been successfully completed. Okay. All right. Oh shit! Wow. Okay. Here we go. Shit's about to get crazy. Dun, dun, dun. Taylor, hi. So, can you hear me? Yeah, I'm taking a deep breath for you. Um. Okay. Uh. Um. Let me go to um. Uh. Um. And, and do you have a problem with that, Jr.? Are you you're saying it's a great test if you're proficient in all the movements? I feel like there's a hint of what you're saying. That uh, all I, all I said was it's that it's a very balanced five tests. If you're someone who is proficient at all of the movements provided, okay. L- let so, me, let me- so, so for example, if you've never done crossover single unders or you don't have the right tool to do them successfully. That workout which, which is, is a, no, basically work, a beaded jump. That is no longer an engine test. So I'm saying that is a basic capacity test. If and only if you are able to do the crossover single runners without stopping a bunch. And then if you are doing that, then it just becomes a skill limiting test. And it doesn't really fall into the gymnastics bias, weightlifting bias, or base capacity. Test. But are you 
But are you saying that? So, sorry, hold on one sec, Taylor. Are you saying that the athletes have not been prepared for this? So that was basically the the argument that I walked away with the CrossFit Open. Regardless of whether you like the test or you don't like the test, the community and the affiliates weren't prepared to do it because it was too big of a jump, and and that jump fucking made everyone's uh, scores all rattled relative to their previous ten years of doing the Open. You, do you feel me? Like we went, we, we there was too much of a leap. Are you saying? Are you I, I, suggesting it's too much of a leap also for the quarterfinals? Um, Too many no, new things like, introduced? Like I know for a fact, and it's only because I don't know what the other four of you are capable of. I know there's two people on this show right now that can do crossover single unders all day. Okay. All right. And so it's just one of those things like, oh, yeah, I used to jump rope a lot. I used to box. I boxed for six months. Like one of the guys at my gym said that today. I used to box for six months, so I know how to do those. But if I never would have boxed for six months, I would have had no clue how to do them. And right. a lot of people will push back and say, how could you not see this coming? There were crossover double unders, so it was almost like a wake-up call. Hey, I should be using this tool for more than just my double under machine, which is what we went over. Adrian quoted as saying, well, "As like soon as we saw him in the games, we should. Know, as soon as we saw it in the games, we should know it's fair game everywhere." I think. I mean, you know. Uh, but okay, uh, um, uh, Taylor, did you want to jump in and say something? What did you think about the quarterfinals? Big picture. I was. I was just going to note that I felt like. A good comparison would be trying to do crossover single unders with a speed rope versus a beaded rope is like trying to snatch a standard barbell with the little thin water plates that go on the sides. That's not a standard thickness barbell versus an Olympic barbell that spins and has bushings. It's just so, I mean, you can do them. And I just think it's, a. I just think why, and I'm good at them. I'm not bad at them at all. I'm great at them. I can do them all day, but I just, why, um, I think overall, I like the workouts. Like like using a wrench to put in nails, a thick like wrench. You could do it, but why not use a hammer? I, I don't know. I think triple unders would have been better. How would you <laughs> judge? Wouldn't that be hard to judge, though? Uh, but but before we before hard we fall, judge in the, dude, no fucking way. In the cross, before we fall into season. this. Before we fall into this, I just want to say, what do you think about the? T- so Jr. saying it's a good workout for a test of fitness to get us to the semifinals, basically. It's good unless you're someone who's really fit, and the only reason you don't get to semifinals is because he didn't have a beaded jump rope. Okay, that's what Jr. said. Yeah, too. I don't. Okay, I don't, I don't, I don't like that. But yeah. uh, um, Brian, uh, thought, thoughts, big picture on these uh, quarterfinal workouts for what they're supposed to do. Grab this next batch, this ten percent, and move them on. Not ten percent specific number per competitive region, but I think what I think is that uh, when I see the, the open this year and the quarterfinals this year is that CrossFit has an identity crisis. They don't know what they're doing. They don't know the purpose of this test. Because this test, if you if you believe that this test is specifically to find the, the group of people that's qualifying for semifinals, then there's way too many people taking it that have no business taking it. If on the other hand, you know, the point of this is to have an, the Open be inclusive for everyone and as a side note, get people to quarterfinals, I think the quarterfinals needs to be redefined. Because I know people that were livid, crying, whatever, when they saw these tests. And they're like, I I want my money back. Like, this is ridiculous. I can't even do three of the five workouts. And to me, that that problem is on CrossFit, not with the design of the workouts, but with the barrier to entry being too low compared to the caliber or difficulty of the test. And if you're someone, you know, like, uh, you know, Taylor or JR and a lot of the athletes that they work with, the test is perfectly fine. I mean, it's a Hill or two. Hill or two. Hiller too. Hiller's not eligible, <clears throat> but certainly what was a couple years ago. He was, he was a layer deeper. He knew. Um, but but anyway, the high level athletes, it is a good test to qualify them for the ten percent. 
but we're talking about 1% of the open athletes that this is a good test for, and maybe another 2 to 3% that it's a challenging test that will push them in the ways that they need to. But then percentages 4 through 10 have no business taking this test. Okay, that's a, a interesting observation. Do you agree with that, Jr.? The, so let's look, do you you guys assume that the open should be for everyone? We all agree with that. But well, but they kind of that was what it's advertised as. Right, and then and then and and, and you guys all know that, I then that's what it should be. And you guys know I don't like all that scaling shit. I think that there should be a fucking open that's for everyone. If for some reason you can't do the fifth workout, then you can't do all of the fifth workout. But but I think it's, they should find a way to make that shit for everyone. Now what you're saying is you're kind of bringing that to the quarterfinals. What what how what no, there's five workouts. What how many? Let's say there's thirty thousand athletes there. Of those thirty thousand athletes, should all of them be able to do four of the workouts? Is that what you're saying? Four and a half of the workouts. Well, Every person registered for quarterfinals? Yeah. Like Brian's saying that a bunch of people can only do two of the workouts because it's just too hard. And that's where he's claiming the identity crisis is. Like either you brought too many fucking people or the workouts aren't right. But but yeah. you guys are confused. Well, that I think that's hey, the Brian, I'm just curious too. Like is like when you say that, like my mind immediately goes to I can't front squat 225 or 155 from the floor. And so that eliminates a group of people. Um I can't um, clean a jerk two seventy five or one eighty five. Right, or I can't, and then or I can't the, do what, a, I can't do a twenty five foot unbroken handstand walk. Those are the okay, three so things the that just immediately. Yeah, okay. I like. Uh, I think everyone who's made this stage can figure out how to do workouts two and four, no problem. I think everyone who did the open could do workouts two and four as long as the dumbbell was a fifty and thirty five. But at the quarterfinals, there's probably nothing. To a five probably to a certain point uh the deadlifts yeah um but you but know brian brian let me push back here they do need to make sure that they call the herd because the people who go to semifinals are going to have to do some hard shit well remember remember yeah yeah 100 percent. and it, for that purpose i have no issue with this test i actually think this is a great test to deter you know overall i think there's some problems with the administration of the test but the test itself i think is a great test to find the 30 or 60 men and women in every competitive region that you want to compete at semifinals. And I actually think it's a decent evolution from what the open was. The problem is the barrier of entry, because I told you last week that I know people that are competing as a woman in this quarter, in this quarterfinal that cannot do a ring muscle, up, that cannot do a strict handstand pushup, and who cannot do a thruster that's a, over 135 pounds. And I feel like just, just knowing that that's that not being able to do any of those things is good enough to make the stage of competition does not equate with the first movements for two or three of these workouts or the first barbell weight or, or the first gymnastics movement. She can't do one muscle up and she made it to the quarterfinals. She can't do one muscle up. She can't do one strict handstand push up, and she, her max thruster was 127 and she made it to this stage. So that that's, that's a problem. I think not with her. I mean, she didn't do anything wrong. She did the test. Right. She was going right. to make it. She accepted the invitation. She paid $50 and she's pissed. So you're basically saying there needs to be a stepping stone between this and semifinal. Because if you think back from open to regional, that heat one that used to go, you would see people just stand there and stare at the wall or there'd be a stash or a clean that they just couldn't get or maybe they would get one rep. So you're saying that shouldn't happen in quarterfinals. That should happen. That type of, of barrier entry should happen at semifinals. Well, I, 
I do have one thing to say to Brian and that athlete is there have been ring muscle ups and strict handstand pushups the previous two years in quarterfinals. So if you're spending $50 and expecting them not to be there and getting pissed sure, sure, there, sure. her personal reaction is whatever. But I think I know from uh, just talking with people throughout the last day or two that, you know, she's not alone. There are a lot of athletes that made it to this stage of competition and are looking at this like, what the hell? Or no. take less athletes, Matt. <clears throat> And just to, to like reiterate, I don't have a problem with the test, but I think that there's a group of people taking this test that have no business taking this test. Uh, Hiller, th- thoughts, a big, big, big picture thoughts on the test? The filter to get people here sucked and they take too many people. Okay. Okay. Does that summarize everybody's thoughts? So, so you're not, dig- so, so you I didn't like dig, it. you weren't digging the open. And if you did dig the open, still too many people got through. Correct. One okay, of the things so I like two to five, and I think that was Maxwell Hodge who said that last year. Two to five percent. Correct. I also don't. This is this is maybe a different a topic for a different conversation, but I'm also not sure why they went to splitting to sixty and sixty instead of keeping it just 120 people in North America and seeding evenly to each semifinal. I don't know, Brian. Is that? Uh, yeah. I mean, I, I'm, I'm, I think this way they have the season laid out is perfect. Yeah, I will say, like, something uh, that uh, – It's Brian's that Andrew, joking, right? Oh, sorry, Jericho. Sorry. Something Andrew talked about on his video this morning that I thought was really cool is that, hey, like, just because you don't like the test doesn't mean they're not good tests. It just means you don't like them. And sometimes that's okay. Sometimes people will say – like kind of to Brian's sentiment. Um, you may not like the movements chosen, but as a whole, it's still a good test. You may not like V-ups or think that they have any kind of um, place in competitive competition, but that doesn't mean that that is no longer a good engine capacity test just because there are V-ups in it. It just means you think maybe there should have just been more GHDs. You see what I'm saying? So hundred percent, hundred percent. Yeah. It's uh, and I think Hillary did a good job kind of driving that home that just because you don't like it doesn't mean it's not good. Essentially. Hillary, uh, once Hillary clips that one year, one video per day for every year, I think he's relaxed and he settled into his evolved he got soft. form. He got soft. <laughs> <He's> transcended <laughs> YouTube. <laughs> I wore my crash uh, sweatshirt today at the beach. Uh, Pope no, Jim, Sevon, please tell you Lizzie to, to do a work, to do a workout. Lizzie. Go do a workout. What the God fuck? Damn it, Lizzie. Lizzie. Uh, you got a workout for her from self uh, um, made uh, training? Here's Lizzie. D- just some chick. Yeah, I got a workout <laughs> here. Here we go, Lizzie. Get ready. Write this down. 15 rounds for time. Uh huh. I like it. Two devil's press, four dumbbell thrusters, working for one minute, resting for one minute until completion. Wow. Oh, it, it, wait, wait. Uh, so what ends up being seven rounds? No. So it's a 30-minute workout? It's 15 rounds for time of two Uh devil's presses and four dumbbell thrusters. And you're going to have one minute of work followed by one minute of rest until you complete those 15 rounds. So it's basically a one-minute AMRAP, one-minute rest until you complete 15 rounds. It's probably like a 15-minute workout, 15 to 20. How, wait, what, what the fuck? How come I don't understand workout? That's a 30-minute workout. It's one no, minute not. on and one minute off for We're gonna 15 do, rounds. Come on. You can what? only do two devil's presses and four thrusters in one minute, you pussy. <laughs> no, I'm going to do, no, do as many as I can in a minute, exactly. and then I get a minute Taylor, off. Taylor. We you allowed you on bitch. here. You have to use compound swear words. <laughs> you fucking ass pussy, dude. You dick bitch. <laughs> wait, listen to me. Listen to me. Just bear with me for a second. You're, just shut it, Bailey. 
Fucking Bailey. <laughs> Listen to me. If it, it's one minute on, one minute off for 15 rounds, that's 30 no, minutes. No, no, but the one minute is an AMRAP. So when you finish your four thrusters, there's still going to be time. You go right into your two devil press. So you might get three or four rounds in a minute. Then you rest. Then you would start over where you left off and continue until you completed 15 minutes. I'm not doing this workout. Left. I don't understand. Hold me. Imagine you do 100 calories on the assault bike, two minutes on, one minute off. You see how far you can get, and then you take a minute off until you're done with the 100. Okay, someone text it to me and I'll do it. He translated to a salt bike for you. That was the closest yeah. we're gonna get. That was good. I appreciate that. I was already like seeing red. Shanae, uh, Shanae, sorry, that's a little discriminatory against Taylor. It was has nothing to do with you, Taylor. Red, it's just like, uh, just common uh, poetic phrasing. Uh, Shana Watson, two ninety nine. Um, a money. Thank you. Uh, CF only fans. I beat everyone <laughs> at my gym who is in quarterfinals in the first two workouts. I didn't qualify. Not all the right people are in because the open workouts, because of the open workouts. It was like a, a subtle brag in being a victim at the same time. Uh, <laughs> yeah, David, 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 David Attaway. Uh, I love that the line was drawn in the sand with the weights and the gymnastics and the quarters. I wish it was done in the open. So the right people move on. What's he, uh, what's he mean by that helping? Do you understand? I don't understand. Do you understand? He wish he wishes it was harder sooner. So in the open that they actually made it more difficult to get through to that 10%. So and that that's what you're that get here. And that's what you're saying, Brian. I think though, I think the open was plenty hard. I just think that, <clears throat> I mean, what did we see? The, what was the statistic? It was like 45,000 men and 9,000 women were able to do a strict hand <laughs> push up, something like that. But 15,000 women qualified for this stage of competition. So you have, 60% of the qualifiers that are able to do one strict handstand pushup, maybe because maybe they didn't all come from the same region, but just in theory. And at the same time, you had only 30,000 of the men qualify at the same scale out of 15,000 or out of 45,000. They had 150% of the population could, that could do it. So there's just a great disparity between the skills required to make it in the male competition compared to the female competition. Uh, uh I, I, I love this lot. This is amazing logic. Look at all the chaos Lizzie has caused by not working out. Oh, come on, Lizzie. Look what you did. Do okay. Um, so, uh, should we talk about this first? The, the, so the first two workouts have been turned in, correct? Yep. Uh, should we talk about that? Do you guys want to just jump to, I'd like to talk about how the athletes did. If you're surprised how they did, what the workouts are, look at the leaderboard. Let's, um, talk, yeah, let's, talk take, about, them, let's take them one at a time so we can. Talk about what they are, okay, the kind of, and then how some people did, and then we'll look at the overall results after that. And I'd especially like to know if anyone shit the bed so bad that it's like, ooh, are they? They're in trouble. I could tell okay. you. Oh, okay, good. <laughs> uh, Shanae Watson Hiller, please review uh, Grace Walton's workout two video. Wow, bingo! Thank you. Wow. Is that what I think it is? You're telling you per, you're calling someone out on the podcast to Hiller to go straight for three dollars. <laughs> Holy <laughs> shit! And we thank you for it. Keep it coming, guys. Give us your money. Hiller will do a video on whoever. Yeah, we right. we, char for, we charge we charge for Hiller's work at henchman working. Hey, is that is that that's brutal, right? Is it bad? I watched it this morning. I don't know if it's bad. It's savage. Why? You know who Grace Walton's is? She Gracie, it's Gracie Walton. She spelled yeah. both her first and last name wrong, but um, <laughs> we don't actually know based on that if it's a good or a bad thing that she wants us to see. I got to work out. I invented. I got to work out. I invented. Oh, here we go. Everyone oh, can wow. do it, but I can't understand it. Amped Amanda. 
Everyone can do it. Three rounds for time. <laughs> nine strict muscle ups. Uh, nine hundred eighty five pound squat snatches. Easy. Not even everyone who went to the two thousand nineteen CrossFit Games could do this workout. <laughs> but wait, what's the min weight on the squat snatch? Uh, that it's just there are no men and women in Mexico. David Aguilar Vasquez. The worst part about that is six hundred fifty Mexican is like four bucks. No, no, it, I figured out it ends up being thirty seven dollars. That's good money. Yeah, that's right. good. That's fucked that's, up too. That's that's <laughs> good dollars. dollars. <laughs> that's, look at that's good. That's good, Caleb. Holy shit! That's as much as everyone else donated all all together. <clears throat> Okay, uh, when you say you want to look at them, well, we go one at a time, uh, Mr. Friend. Are you talking about the work, the workouts or the athletes? Yeah. <laughs> the workouts, okay. The workouts. Okay. Uh, so let's pull up workout number one, uh, please. Mr. Beaver, damn Beaver, you're good. Uh, nine front squats with the heaviest weight, nine handstand walks, 25 feet, 15 front squats, 15 muscle-ups, 21 front squats, 21 chest to wall handstand push-ups, and then the weights are below. Starts with the heaviest and goes to the lightest. Correct. Uh, ascending reps, uh, descending weight. Yep. Now I'm just showing off. <laughs> have to take the bar from the floor, and you have to do the handstand walks in unbroken sets of 25 feet. Don't all jump in at once. Uh, let's start with Halpin now. No one ever expects me to pick on uh, Mr. Halpin. Uh, Halpin, um, you know, good workout. You like it? I, I think I'm the only person here that hasn't done this workout. So I'm No, I have not done it either. Oh, I, I, I haven't done the workout. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Hey, look at really everyone from Halpin down hasn't done it. Me either. <laughs> oh, yeah, oh. move Caleb. There you go. <laughs> there, stack rank us as far as who could do the yeah. best in the workout. Uh, um, thoughts, uh, Brian, good test. I think for the, the, you know, this is a great test for that group of people we're talking about. Like if you're trying to select people to advance to the next stage, you need a test like this. This is, uh, the capacity to move a heavy barbell to do high skill gymnastics and to adapt to, you know, some standards late in the workout that they maybe haven't practiced before. So I think that this workout in particular for that purpose is a great workout. In the men's field at the CrossFit Games last year, who's the this? Sorry, if you're a games athlete, turn this part off. Who's the worst at handstand uh, push-ups? What name just jumps out at you? Who's bad, Hiller? Who's bad? What men are bad? Fikowski bad? Fikowski is not bad. He's gotten much better. He used to be bad. Frick, there's no like Laura Horvath standout. Okay, that's what I was wondering. Okay, <clears throat> you're talking about Brian? No one. Are you talking about specifically wall the, from the wall facing deficit in Echo Press last year, no, or just Jason Carroll? Not the best strict handstand pushups. Who? Who? Jason, Ricky? Jason Carroll, but he wouldn't make the games last yeah. year. He's a former. He's the guy. This who is in 2017. They're all amazing. How about Ricky Garrard? Didn't he shit the bed on the on the on the with that uh, ballistic block? He did not do great on it relative to you know the other guys at the top of the leaderboard, but. Uh, <laughs> I don't remember. Lazar Jukic was having some problems with his uh, the standard and his judge in that workout. Other than that, I don't remember anyone really being terrible. Yeah. There weren't a lot of guys at the games last year where you're like, wow, they suck in handstand push-ups. I'm checking it out. Let's see. Halpin. Um, Cole, Cole Grayshaber. Oh, oh yeah, he Grayshaber. sucks at him. Austin Spencer, Dylan Pepper, Alex Vigneault, Brent Fikowski. Those are the bottom of the heap. 
uh, Halpin, uh, any concerns for any of the men with this workout? Any men who you think should be going to the game? So this might have taken them out of contention. Uh, I was just looking at that. Mm, um, Ezra. Oh, Nikita Katzman. That's my that's my guy. Wow. Nice. So Vigno, so Vigno is giving you some concerns taking a four hundred fiftieth. Whom are you asking? You were asking me. Help! Yeah, yeah, it's on Halpin. It's okay. How Halpin gets more dead air time than other people because people <laughs> can hear his brain working slowly. Uh, yeah, uh, I was actually sorry. I I have it by where they are at day one, so I was trying to figure out if I could separate it into the two workouts. And and, and how did uh, how did Miss uh, Laura Horvat do in this? What would be a number that would concern you, Brian? Anything? She did rather well on this, didn't she? Yeah, Laura's fine. The thing you got, people have to understand this about about Laura Horvath is that there are is a very specific type of handstand pushup that she's really, really bad at or has been. But in most handstand pushup workouts that are not strict deficit, especially with the parallel, she's she's fine. Like she can still fin- like have respectable finishes and workouts like that, especially when they're paired with speci- with other things that she's great at. All right, like everything else in this workout. Yeah, I had no idea. I had no idea. I thought you just turn her upside down and she turned off, like one of those, you know, those like no, and it's, put it it's, on its back and it falls asleep. No, and it's it's way overdue. I would really would like to do this, and maybe someone else has done it already. Is to just gather all of the handstand push-up workouts, the different varieties that she's done, so we can actually show you. You give her kipping handstand push-ups, this is how good she is. Strict handstand push-ups, level surface, this is how good she is. Uh, even in turn around face the wall, she's not that bad. But if you give her this or this, it's a huge fall-off, and that's where we have, that's where she has the problem. And I think, I think that her, her performances in, in competition directly correlates to the inclusion or omission <laughs> of that, that style of handstand push-up. I think it's probably less the implement and more how narrow or wide her hands are allowed to be. Oh, interesting. Along with the deficit. So just to just to reclarify, this list that we're looking at right here, come Sunday, Caleb will scroll down to three hundred, and when we look at three hundred one, nope. we'll, we'll start crying. Nope. For that, no. no, no. So it's this list. The relevance of this list this year as the, the worldwide leaderboard is the allocation of quarterfinals points for worldwide ranking that then has a, subsequently has an impact on that strength of field allocation for semifinals. But it has nothing to do with the qualifiers. The worldwide rankings in, leader, in, in quarterfinals have nothing to do with the qualifiers. It only matters where you rank in your competitive region. So we'd have to go to each competitive region, which we cannot do right now, and look at 60 and then 61 is where you can get out your box of Kleenex. Gotcha. Or 30, gotcha. and then 31 would be the first so, person out. So, Mike, this might be a question for you. Theoretically, we could see someone who's – I guess theoretically you could see someone who's 61st in the world, and they're not going to the fucking semifinals. Yeah, I mean, you just called out how many North American men were in the top 10. If you if you take that down the list, there's going to be North American men well within the top 200, likely aren't going to be going to the semifinals. Oh, that's a tough... 200 worldwide. Uh, I did find you a guy. My It took my head a while to spin, but uh, Alex Vigneault was 1732, 1,732nd in the first workout. Oh, baby. No, right there it says 450. That's... 
I think that's in his region. That's, that's in the North region. America East. Oh, okay, okay. Worldwide on the if you if you look at it on the the website because they're only showing worldwide. Uh, it's yeah, seventeen thirty two with a time uh, of con- thirteen twenty two. Yeah. Uh, concerns, Brian, that he's not going to the semifinals with a score like that. I mean, he's a hundred. Basically, if that's a hundred sixty third in North America East, that means he's a hundred and three spots out with three workouts to go. So he will need to do very well on the next three workouts. I think he can actually do extremely well on the next three workouts. But um, yeah, he's going to need to offset that because he's well well outside the cut line right now. Yeah, and something I think worth mentioning is, I think Chase alluded to it a little bit on the live show they did today. There were some very specific standards for the wall facing strict handstand pushups. Um, feet not being able to climb up the wall, legs had to re- kind of remain straight. They had to be within the hands. And I'm just very curious, you know, every year for semifinals, we've seen one workout really, really heavily scrutinized that have caused a lot of major penalties. So I, I can't imagine that that workout isn't going to be one that's reviewed very closely. So I, I'm, I'm wondering how many people like Alex Vigneault will be the beneficiary of a lot of people's videos getting penalized. And I, I was actually thinking about this because obviously today there's been some confusion about who needs to submit how and videos where and how many and whatever else. We know from years past that, that or historically CrossFit has asked for two of these five workouts to be reviewed. And so I was doing the same thing, JR. I was like, well, which, I wonder which ones they're, they're going to ask for because you've got, I agree, like you have a new standard in that critical movement at the end of workout one. You have a new standard with the uh, crossover singles in workout number two, which needed a re-clarification video to explain how to count those correctly. And then you have uh, the new standard with the V-ups, which, you know, it seems like a minor part of that workout, but it's that's a, that's a movement that I'm one of the people that you described earlier. I think it's a great training movement. I think it's pretty risky to include in the competition and even more risky to include in an online competition. But if they're only going to look at two, that means that one of those three is going to be left out. And that means that there's a super high likelihood that a lot of people have gotten away with something they would not have gotten away with in a live competition in whichever one of those workouts is forgotten or not. Yeah, maybe Taylor or Hiller can chime in on this, but to me of all the standards, the one that I think they need to look at is none of the ones we've mentioned. And that's that you have to sit on the f- back half of the GHB oh, wow. pad. Hmm. We haven't gotten that workout yet, though. We've 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 never. Yeah, that's right. And we've never we've never had that standardized anywhere other than at the CrossFit Games. And I only know that because in 2021 they briefed everyone the same way and said, "Hey, you cannot sit if there's an imaginary line bisecting the GHD pad. You cannot sit at." on the front of that line. Yeah, that's going to be no it's a no rep. Cuz most of the top of most of the top athletes practice doing it in a way that would not satisfy that standard. Which is I think dumb to begin with because when you do them properly they're the most efficient, but is that what you think? That's what I know. <laughs> uh, do, do they have a video for the V-ups? <clears throat> not that I've seen. I haven't seen a, a video for that um I thought it was pretty – this is what I think about the V-ups. I think that the written rules are 
pretty good for the VUP. And I think that as a as someone who's been who has good motor control, good understanding of your body, you know when you're doing a VUP well and when you're not. And when you're doing them well, you can get into a rhythm and it feels good and natural. And some, but sometimes it's hard to get into that rhythm. And I do VUPs and workouts sometimes, and I'm like, I wouldn't be a perfect rep, but I'm getting you know, I'm getting the stimulus. But in this case, they're asking for the perfect rep in the middle of a, of a capacity workout. And I think it's highly likely that a lot of people are doing things that, like I said, would not be considered perfect reps in, if this was a live competition. She's flexible. Not everyone's going to be able to keep their legs straight like that. Well, they did allow it. They gave actually a caveat for that. They said, yeah, if that. you have to bend your legs, you have to just have to make way. sure that your toes stay above your head when you make contact. But I mean, there's also not a requirement to keep your arms straight, which is odd as well. <laughs> I want to. I want to see someone. I, I, um, Sorry, I know I derailed us going to the fourth workout. But. I, I, it's okay. I want to see someone do that. We'll talk about that tomorrow. I, Hiller, maybe you could film some weird. Um, it, it, uh, when we do it tomorrow, you can film some weird variations on it that would be legit, but that look weird. Have we seen? I mean, do you remember that thing uh, when it was the burpees for time? Kristen Clever came up with that kind of when she stood up, she would step with one leg forward uh, in the burpee. She kind of like invented that. I'm sure other people had done it, but it was just natural for her. I wonder if we're going to see some weird variations hey, of the video. I would be curious what you think. If you go to Lauren Khalil's Instagram story, she has a unique way of doing ring muscle-ups that technically satisfies the standard. Oh, I would boy. love to know what you think about Taylor, that. Have you seen so, this? I have no. not seen this, no. It's, 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 a, it's a count it. It's count it. That's what it is. Yeah, I would just like to know it. So maybe Taylor thinks about she, it. She, she's doing the muscle-up? There's yeah, so she shows right before this, or no, watch this one. This is a good, this is a good muscle up, just a low dip, a low catch. She gets out of this wow. somehow. I, wow. mean, I wow. mean, I can't believe that. But wait, wait till you see wow. the next one. Because she, she says, so I can do them. But this is how I uh, I do them when it comes down to it in the workout. I can't jump down from that high up. I could do the muscle. I can't jump. Um... <laughs> Well, yeah, what's wrong with that? that it satisfies yeah. the standards. So look at her. She, she explains. Start with straight arms, yeah. get into a huge false grip, whip my ponytail, press Holy it out. Holy moly. Dude, that requires some crazy agility. This is legitimately one where I like to go through the movement standards piece by piece to be sure. Wow. Have you guys done that already? You've done it piece by piece? I think she, I think she meets the standards. It's just, uh, I haven't really seen it before. It's obviously not efficient if you're doing like super, a lot of competition, but it's definitely a workaround. Yeah, Holy unless, shit. She's unless, strong. Unless it's in there like it is for the bar muscle up, which I think it is that at no point can the toes rise above the level of the bottom of the rings. That, that is Ooh. in there. Yeah. There you go. That is in there. And then she kills the handstand walk too. She's really good at hands. Oh, she's gotten really Sorry, good. Sorry. I didn't mean to cross your screen. See ya. Hey, so so what happened? You guys don't think that's good because uh, her her no, feet. No, just come that you know there are. This is what happened with the burpee standard last year. I li I literally crawled over the bar, and it was meeting the standard, but it wasn't the intent of the of the standard. So, so I don't I, I don't care that she doesn't like that. I think she goes from a dead hang to getting over <laughs> the rings. Yeah, it just takes her fucking long as shit to do it. And I think that it went, if Hiller attempts to. Uh, make some videos of doing V-ups that meet all the standards, but look ridiculous. He'll, they will have some fun with that too, but they'll be legitimate. Yeah. No part of the, uh, foot, no part of the foot may rise above the bottom of the rings during the kip. I didn't see her foot. Was it close? It's close. Yeah. Do we still have access to that? Can we pull it back up? <laughs> anyway. Lauren's <laughs> like, come on. Let's look at some, uh, some good performances from this first one. Yeah, Mel O'Brien, let's talk about that. 
Victor Hoffer, let's talk about that. Do All we right. have access to their videos? Oh, oh yeah, her feet definitely higher. went ab above. Yeah, that's ah, interesting. Let's no try Lauren. Hey, but you know what's crazy about that is that's just harder what she did. It's not like she has – I mean, look at – her legs are straight when they go above the rings. She – I got to give that to her. <laughs> that's crazy. It is cool that we – I don't know. We had to look through it a couple of different times. Um, uh, right. The arms are straight. We know that has to happen. Does she have to change directions? No, not on the first rep. Uh, can, can I, I want to, before we look at some good, I, I got some questions about some people. Do you care if we just, if I just pick some people here, sure, Brian? Sure. Okay. Uh, how did Sarah, how about Sarah Sigmund's daughter? How did she do? Do you know how she did? Or are you no, I have no idea. There's stuff. just some people. I'm curious how she did. I'm curious how Colton Mertens did. Keelan Henry. Um, just, just some people I've had on the show. I'm just curious how they're doing. Sarah was in the top 100. Oh, she's in the top 100 right now. She was in the top 30 on that workout. That that is pretty good. Everything's fine. Everything seems okay. Like uh, what? It, thumbs up. Headed towards semifinals. Yeah, I mean, if she's in the top 100 worldwide, she'll definitely be within the top 60 in Europe, which is fine. I think that the better tests for her are still coming up. I mean, look, 29th on a, this workout, 287th on the next workout, and that workout, like Jr. said, there's just. Um, I mean, I, I watched people do it here that are significantly fitter, significantly fitter than the people they were doing it against and had very similar scores because the less fit person was very proficient with the, the jump rope and the fitter person was not. Well, what are you, what is your definition of fitness? Cause if we're. Ooh, what I'm talking about is that if you give me a hundred workouts, person A would beat person B a hundred times and they still beat them on this workout, but only by five reps. But there's so much worse than that one workout. Is that one movement? They've never done it before. A month from now, they he would probably smash her on that workout. Well, but I also do. I also think that the month. dumbbell is advantageous to the women in that one. For sure, as are all the other loads. No, and so I'm, I'm, what I'm saying is, you're going to see as we look through some of these that there are a lot of games athletes with suspiciously bad scores on that workout, and I don't think it has much to do with uh, their fitness. It's just their what Jr. said earlier, their proficiency with that movement. And oh, so, wait a minute. What yeah. Taylor just said, or just, just not having access to the, to the right the tool, or just not having access to the rope they need. Yeah, and like I know, I know that there are groups of athletes that went to Walmart to buy beaded jump ropes to do this workout, and it's just like, is that what we're trying to do here? What What, what do you mean by that, Brian? Is that what we're trying to do? I mean, this is like. This is like what I what I say about the bikes. If you want to have a bike, include an online competition. Give people fair notice. If you want to make uh, people clip into the pegs for the crit, give them a month notice. Then you actually get a reflection sure. of what people can do instead of what people are able to do with the limited equipment and time to prepare for. But I dude, they were at the games. They were at the game. Shouldn't ever. If no, you they did give them a. They did give them preparation for that. They did not give them preparation for the crossover double under, and they chose to air it on CBS, and so everyone looks like an idiot. <sighs> That I agree with you, but what I'm saying is, is once you see it in the games, you have to everyone who's who's everyone should go buy a beaded jump rope. Who's serious? Every huh. affiliate should go buy every a fucking with you fucking everyday class going nerd. It, hey, <laughs> every affiliate. I so think I every affiliate this. should. Go ahead. What? No, that's it. I mean, that's I think every affiliate should. Hey, if you see hand release pushups in the games, you better be doing them in your affiliate. If you see a double uh, crossovers in the games, you better start doing them in your affiliate. Anything you see in the games, you should consider start doing in your affiliate to some degree. And why do I think that? Because I think that's 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 at the forefront of where of where the the whole community is going. And, all, and I think it's I'm always been like that. That's know, why I don't, I don't like new stuff being introduced in the open. I think it's fucking stupid. I, I I don't even think it should be introduced in the quarterfinals, to be honest. 
Well, and Chase had wait a, to the games and then trickle down. They put out an equipment. A beta jump rope does not cost very much, right? They put out an equipment list two months ago. They could have just yeah. put jump rope, speed rope, and beaded. Oh, it wasn't in there? They not made a, it not a beaded jump rope. And you they don't need plural, a beaded jump rope, but it's advantageous to have one for yeah. this movement. Yeah, I they think said, you do need one. It's the right tool. They said jump ropes. So are we just supposed to assume that that's cryptic? I did assume that. I just thought we'd be doing regular summer. So I guess that's kind of shame on me. But if they say you need kettlebells and they say you need dumbbells and these are the weights you need, they don't say you just need dumbbells. Good luck figuring out the weights that you need. So if jump ropes, plural, my head kind of goes, hmm, that's interesting. So maybe you need to have different kind of ropes for different skills. <laughs> so I understand where they're coming from. But they gave the athletes what? Not even maybe 24 hours notice at the games for the crossover double unders. That's the amount of time they gave people for quarterfinals. It's the same. So, and, 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 and back to your question about Sarah Sigmund's daughter, she's just an example. The fact that she did 29th in the world on the first workout is substantially more significant to me in evaluating where she's at than the fact that she was 287th in the second workout, because that, that, that doesn't tell me anything except that she's not, she's probably not practiced those. And that, that could be a, uh, we could say, well, she should be practicing those for the reason that you said. But I'm not weighing my evaluation of athletes too heavily based on that workout. Uh, no, if if there's bikes in the games, you don't buy bikes for your affiliates because there's not going to be bikes in the open. Uh, if there's swimming in the games, no, you don't buy a swimming pool for your affiliate because there's not going <laughs> to be swimming in the open. Uh, you, you, c- come on, man. So, it's, Brian. It's, it's, it's sleepy Joe would say, come on, man. JR, stop installing that swimming pool, man. Brian, if you're not. <laughs> you know JR is. Come on, man. If you're not oh, reading oh, into. Man. If you're not reading into athletes' performances on workout two, do you think it's an invalid test? If you're not what? He said, I'm not reading too much into athletes' scores on workout two. That seems counterproductive to it being included in any way in a competition where the points matter. If I'm like, okay, they did shitty on that workout, but that's not reflective of their fitness or reflective of how they're going to perform at the games or et cetera, or or it causes you as an analyst to say, "Hmm, I don't really care about that. Yeah, it's the same way that I'm not that I was like, if I look at the open, I'm not that concerned with the middle week at all. I mean, you you maybe, you know, I I can look at weeks one and three and I feel like I can have a much better picture for an athlete's uh, trajectory for the season than we're looking at either part of workout two. There was a guy in my affiliate that tied Patrick Bellner walking his shuttle runs. Damn right. Oh, shit. Is that fucking insane? Yeah, so, How did I mean, go there, so get, but that's fucking amazing. No, no, but to get to Taylor's, to Taylor's point, I, I mean, sometimes stop. we look at competitions and we say, okay, if we had to pick one test, which one would we take to be the best representation of the field of athletes? If we could only pick one. We've often done that with quarter with a last chance qualifier, and you could do it with quarterfinals, I think, pretty easily as well. But at the same token this year, I think that we can look at the Open and we can look at the quarterfinals and say, yeah, I, uh, Taylor. Basically, to your question, yes, I don't. I don't really consider that workout very valid in terms of assessing the athlete's fitness. Halpin, I think there are other know? things. What does does Halpin know when he looks at the open? Can it, can you see? Hey, this was the test that the the majority of the um, uh, quarterfinalists did did best at. It was it was the second test. Second test. So the one that I that I think has the least value in terms of de- de- depicting overall fitness had the biggest impact on the leaderboard. Is that is that correct? Yeah, yeah. I think Brian Spin actually did the report on it. It's 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 basically looking down the leaderboard and saying which of these tests had the closest um, comparable to the final result. 
and 2A, I believe, came out with the closest comparable. Wait a minute. It's really interesting, too, if you look back at, like, the first two years of quarterfinals and you could look for the outlier score. Like, what was the score that kept most people out or what was the score that allowed some people that maybe wouldn't have made it other years get in? And usually that happens to be the one rep max test. It's the four rep max front squat that can really showcase someone who's just very strong and can help make up for other skill-based tests. And then last year, the other total for a lot of guys that I know, they got into semifinals just because they were able to bench a lot and overhead squat a lot. But it was it, it hid their other scores. And this year it looks like just, just from what some of these scores are coming in for test two – it looks like now it's going to be flipped to the you can't get any more skill based than that than the crossover single, in my opinion. Well, it's also what came up in the games last year. I mean, there was people talking about how Tia wasn't doing very well after day one or day two or whenever it was, but it was because she couldn't do single unders. And people were just like, oh, what, what happened to Tia or how great is Mal or, or some of the other athletes? And it was just sort of like, well, no, she just tripped three times and was out of it. By the time they actually end up being single unders, they were designated as unbroken. Well, that's just what I mean. She couldn't do whatever the amount was in the time limit that she had. So it came up very similar conversation to say, is this a problem with this athlete or is this a problem with the test or both? Uh, Olson dudes, 49.99. Cheers to the show. This is awesome with many different opinions from some good dudes. Just sitting here with popcorn. Have an awesome weekend, gents. What kind hey, of popcorn? Savan, you asked me about Keelan Henry. He is 220th in the world. He also was had an issue with, well, comparatively had an issue with the second event or test. It was 649th for him. But just to go back to that previous or the first conversation we had of athletes that all don't have to actually do that well, in Africa, he's second. So he's second, but he's 220th in the world. So you can look at that as a Who's bit of first? perspective on Is it Jason Smith again? Uh, no, it's Darren Zernimer. Yeah. Is it? Juan Zernimer, yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, Sarah Sigmund, uh, how's Colton Mertens doing? And I and 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 uh, Justin Medeiros doing? How are they doing? Justin Medeiros? Yeah. <laughs> oh, he's winning. He is winning. Good. Yeah. Doing decent. Colton's he at the top? or something like that. He's at the top. Colton's doing fine. Did anybody work on their crossover single unders and just decide that they no longer wanted to be well-rounded, quote-unquote? They're just like, eh, I'm over this whole well-rounded thing if this is what it's going to mean. I'm curious. Well, I, I don't understand. I don't understand the question. We'll come back to Justin. What's what? Justin should not be at the top. What is going on? This is that's what she against, said. This, <laughs> uh, it's, it's, that's what Ellie said. Um, this is... Uh, this is not this is not the way we've painted him in the last year. Justin's winning. He hasn't even been training to win quarterfinals right now. He's so surprised. I mean, he was. <laughs> <laughs> he was Taylor first is last salty. Year in Taylor is salty. He was oh. first for his region last year in quarterfinals. I mean, it's it's not like it's not that's it's really not that surprising that he's doing well. I've a few people message me and they're like, Oh my God, Justin and Ellie Turner both had the top score in workout number two. And so like, like we've been talking about assuming that you can do these things proficiently. Now it just comes to how fast you can move with the dumbbell. And we saw last year at the CrossFit games in the hat, hat, hat trick event. What was it? Hat, was it hat? 
whatever it was with the dumbbell snatch and the wall ball. Patrick. Patrick. That um, Ellie Turner's fast twitch muscle fibers are better than the best in the world. Like it is insane. And Justin's not bad himself. So I'm not surprised that they did well on this workout if they were good at the jump rope. Brian, didn't Ellie do some smash something at Rogue also? There was a, a dumbbell. Uh, was the was it the handstand pushups and dumbbell? I feel, and and then also at semifinals last year, wasn't there another one? Yeah, she's so I, I think anytime so. we see those dumbbell squats, basically any squatting, right? She's she's crushing also, right? This is more I think the lunging and the you know, but that fifty pound dumbbell is not he- is not heavy for her. So this is just like and for a lot of the top women this is just like how fast can you move and we know that lightweight high repetition she moves faster than most and, and where is she caleb can we see the women's leaderboard ellie turner see where she's at 56 overall yep yeah so she didn't she you know she obviously did great on the second workout winning it but didn't didn't do as well on the first workout and so this is the inverse of the of this group of athletes we've been talking about where and it makes sense for her because she has some things that she's amazing at world-class best in the world. And then she has some things that she's still working on and the high skill gymnastic stuff is, is that stuff. And she'll be going to Australia. She is not, she does, she does not get an exemption to stay. Correct. Um, <coughs> Do you like that name right above her though? Spr- uh, Speranza. <laughs> Tell her. Yes. Yeah. Isn't that great? Speranza Bancioli. Speranza Banchio, it's a nice oh, name. Speranza Banchio, do you know her? No, oh. but uh, pretty good. Pretty good start to quarterfinals. Yeah, absolutely. What, what are you getting at here, buddy? She's got a cool name, and she's done well on these two tests. She's right. on good. steroids. <laughs> good job, but no. Yeah, t- the just other way t- to connect the dots. Just the way Hillary is. Okay, <laughs> um, uh, let's go up to the uh, best woman in the world. Uh, is that who did we want? To, I think we should uh, p- pay her a little. Uh, eyeball. We should eyeball her a little bit. Miss Mal. Miss Mal O'Brien. Is not on the leaderboard. Mal O'Brien is not? Compete? Oh, I'm sorry. You, I thought you were talking about Tia Clartoon. Oh, Tia is not on the leaderboard? She's not registered. Oh, so she destroyed the the other region, huh? The signups? Wasn't she supposed to sign up to help them out? She was. Uh, uh, Ma- Mal O'Brien, Um, someone today in the chat uh, I will not reveal their name, but we are in a. I am in a chat with the most sophisticated and most knowledgeable pe- nerds in the game space. And someone said, "I wish I could take my life savings and bet it on Mal to win the games this year." Does anyone disagree with that? Well, sophisticated is an interesting so. word choice for that group. Brian, <laughs> <laughs> what? It is sophisticated. Brian disagrees. Well, dude. Do you not know how to gamble? The odds in there are going to be not so great. You're going to win like ten bucks. Okay, so she, so she's going to win. She's going to win. No, 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 no. We've been saying it over and over. She is. Uh, she's um. She's probably the favorite to win the games. Yes, but she is definitely the favorite to win the open and to win quarterfinals and to win her semifinals. Like if she doesn't, I would say I would be ten times more surprised if she didn't go first, first, first on those than if she did. But I mean, do you think Mal O'Brien could be one percent better this year than than last year? I hate that thing. One percent better. Yeah, because I'm okay. Two yeah, percent. Okay, two percent. Sure she's more than one percent stronger. Yeah. You 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 seriously? Are you serious, Jer? Yeah, for sure. She's yeah. She's. Stronger. I don't think she's beatable if she's getting better. I think she'll be one spot better without the other person there. Sure. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I, like look Bull. at like look at these. Uh, let me ask you this: in a serious question, Brian. Look at these ladies be- below her: Brooke Wells, Emily Rolf, 
Alexis yeah, Wells has a chance to podium this year and probably is a favorite for a top six finish. Emily Rolfs, top 20 candidate. Alexis Raptis is a top 10 candidate. Who else? But but these other girls, maybe Alexis Raptis, it's unfair to say, but Brooke Wells and Emily Rolf are not getting better at the pace that Mal O'Brien's getting better. Wouldn't you say that's fair? Mm-hmm. And if she's already better yeah. than them, that means she's so pulling away. You know, they're, they're significantly older than her. I mean, Mal's right. obviously mm-hmm. exceptional at the young age. Brooke Wells, I'm not so sure about Brooke Wells because I don't know how, like, I don't know how I really don't know how big of a setback that elbow thing was with her, but she seems to be as good as she's ever been right now. Uh, Emily Rolf, we know, can be top twenty at the games, but she's in her thirties. I think it's very unlikely that she's going to make a dramatic improvement right now. Obviously, Alexis is young. You know, Danielle Brandon still getting better. Laura Horvath, I think, still getting better. Gabby Magawa still getting better. Emma Lawson getting still getting better, and those are you know nine, tw- eleven, twelve, and thirteen right now. Um, those are the women that I'm looking at, you know, I think it'd be Alexis Raptus and Emma Lawson, definitely. But the, the yeah. rest, Mal's just pulling away. Just like she I mean, pulled around dude. the corner. They can't even see her anymore. Uh, Ariel Lowen's a beast. Jesus. I'm telling you right now, if that specific handstand push-up standard does not show up at the CrossFit games, Laura Horvath has just as good a chance to win the CrossFit games. Okay. I, I would like that. I if hope it does. Right. Yeah. Then I will also double down on Mal to win. And, and tell me once again what that standard is. That's a deficit handstand push-up. Parallel handstand. Specifically with the parallettes. If that's it's not great. if that's not there, make room. Laura Horvath's the. Well, coach. I mean, look, this last year's isn't going to do her any favors either. The strict deficit wall facing. I hope Brooke wins. That'd be sick. Who Brooke Wells? Brooke Wells. Oh, she, yeah. Brooke Wells podiums this year. She's in contention for. Maybe she might just immediately take the the crown as the fittest American woman. Brooke Wells is going to be the Ben Smith, the Matt Fraser's, Mal O'Brien run. If Brooke Wells once, she's going to podium once and pass Carrie. It would be yeah. I think they put her name in the conversation, but yeah, I mean, put Carrie podium once. Mm -hmm. Brooke's got. I think her other finishes are just as good, and she's got a a longer active streak qualifying. And Carrie podium only year that you don't count. And but she did beat Brooke. It would do wonders for the sport if Brooke Wells won. I'll tell you that. People would fucking love that shit. What do you mean? She's fucking hot and she's fucking hot and she's fucking hot and she would be great to parade around as the fucking champ. Do you have a fourth point or is that it? it, it <laughs> same as the first three, just a Got little it. more emphatic. All right, yeah. All right. yeah. Great smile, good attitude, good demeanor. You know, anything that you've uh, put under hot, just throw great with sponsorships. Great with sponsorships. Yeah. Looks good with a snicker bar in her left hand and her right hand. If there were a gambling app, I'd put it on Brooke Wells just because anyone other than Mal or Lauren at this point has good odds. I want to bet $10 to win a thousand. Audrey, you shallow son of a bitch. Her body is nice. (laughs) Her body is nice. Her body is nicer than a snicker bar. Okay. uh, Can we um, uh, look at workout number uh, dose? You okay with that, everyone? Workout two. Yeah. Who invited Taylor? When the fuck did Taylor get here? <laughs> Do you want me out, dude? I'll fucking go. No, easy, easy, buddy. Come on, man. Easy, <laughs> Come on, man. I gotta stick on, around man. at least for the next couple of minutes to talk Come about on, man. athletes. So. Hey, here's what I think. I think that uh, Taylor was like on suicide watch and JR was in charge and JR came on the show, so he sent Taylor a link so he could watch him. Uh 12 minute air, not funny, Sevon. A 12-minute AMRAP, 
Uh, eight dumbbell snatches, one arm. I crush those. Uh, eight overhead walking lunge steps. Eight dumbbell snatches. Eight overhead walking lunge steps. Uh, Forty crossovers. Is this this is your workout, Savan? This is my workout. This is your fucking workout. You could you crush this. this workout. Have you done this workout yet? No, but I I wonder if I can do crossovers. I can jump rope pretty good. He can't I, do this workout. He can't do a dumbbell snatch. He's got. Savan, they were in the they were in the game. Savan, you should have been practicing. Hey, do you have to alternate the arms? You cannot. You do all well, 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 well. arm one and arm two. You have to do all <laughs> sixteen reps on one arm and then all sixteen reps. Brian, what he was confusing. Why do this you is a me? discriminatory workout. What if you only have one arm? And they have division a class for a different you. division. Brian, why do you think they didn't just designate eight dumbbell snatches, right arm, eight overhead walking lunge, right arm, eight left, eight left? Why? So I, there's a, the reason why I think they did not do that is because if you get to the end of this workout, and it seems to me, at least every person that I did this with got to the end of the workout and with less than a minute to go was picking up the dumbbell, sometimes less than 30 seconds to go. And in that case, you can you can choose to pick it up with your favorable arm. And so it accommodates the left-handed people, basically, if they end up in that situation that they're not forced to use their weak arm when, when you know, 70% or whatever the right-handed are get to use their dominant well, arm. Wouldn't it? Is that hey, that's standards a, that they can switch their their first arm each round, or that once they pick their first arm? You can, mean, no, every time you can back from the crossovers, you can choose mm-hmm. which arm to start with. They specifically mm-hmm. designated that, so I could go right, left, crossovers, left, right, crossovers, right, left, crossovers, mm-hmm. and then left to the finish. When I, if whatever, I'm in the fourth round. I also have a question in some of the workout, like in some of the workout descriptions, like on the first and last workout, they have okay. Nine front squats, weight one in parentheses lightest, and then weight two at the 15 and weight three in parentheses heaviest. And then they have the weights listed at the bottom. And it just seems like that's about 20 characters too many when they could just put a comma and put the weights right next to the nine front squats. I know that's kind of semantics, but. No, it's annoying as all hell. I agree. So fucking annoying. It it pissed me off so much looking at the document. Add more confusion to something that's already. Yeah. Anyways. I mean, no one else. Hey, I want to give that's that's mad props um, to CrossFit for coming up with that shit. That's yeah. what the fucking DEI council should fucking be worried about. That fucking right there is fucking brilliant to let people choose which arm so that the left-handed people aren't punished uh, for being left-handed. That That's a, that's a that's, fucking brilliant move. Oh, I think God. that's, but definitely no. punish you. If you can't get your hands on a beaded jump rope, you're a fucking loser. <laughs> Listen, are, are you serious? Do you think it's a big deal to run to the fucking to am a m a z o dude? Some people lives in hey, listen, listen. running water. Listen, listen. <laughs> what? He's not. He's not wrong. Listen, there's a there's a guy. There's a local guy who's wait a second before you talk. Whose side are you on? Mine or Taylor's? Mine. Uh, Taylor's. Fuck, Fuck me. It. He's made he's made regionals like five times. He's made sem- he made semifinals last year. He posted to his story, if anyone that lives in Greenville County, and Greenville is not a small city, like it's a it's a decent <laughs> sized city, said none of the Walmarts, Academy Sports, or Play It Again Sports have any beaded rope. So if you're if you're out trying to find one, there's nothing within an hour radius. So he did really poorly. He's in he's below 200th right now. He probably and it's gonna be really tough for him to qualify. Because he couldn't find a rope that wasn't just a speed. <laughs> I call bullshit on that. That story's not real. It is real. He got fucking it. clapped on that workout too. 
Well, wow. Taylor, is that what you're talking about? It's just easier for you to read this way. Hey, let me push back on that. I don't want to quit on this yet. So, but, but don't you, there's equipment you should have to have. What equipment wouldn't you push back? Do you, what if you, what if I said, Hey, I couldn't find a fucking uh, 70 pound dumbbell. Well, we know that, that you need together. a seventy-pound dumbbell because they told you to get a seventy-pound dumbbell. Right? Okay. Seven. It's seven. You have to consider the the population that's taking the test. So if if this happened at semifinals or at the games, and you can't figure it out, a the competition could provide that number of athletes with the ropes, so everyone has the same equipment. B. If you can't do it, the worst you can do is thirtieth or sixtieth. And that will obviously have an effect on your overall rank. And we know that in some cases last year, that specifically kept people out of making it to the games. In this competition, just like in the open, if you create something like this, where you give the entire popular 10,000, you know, 15,000, however many signed up for it, the, the opportunity to do a workout like this, and you can't, and you, you can't get the equipment that some people have access to, or you don't pick up the skill quickly enough for whatever reason, you just basically are eliminated from the season. You can't bounce back from it if you get 600th on a workout if you're in a, a competitive. So you, region. so you agree with them too. You think that um, that if you're not going to put the, I think they should have said. I think they should have said a week beforehand. They should have just released that video from Boz. Doing okay. those work, that okay. Jump rope, that Which jump rope. I acquiesce with the with the rep not count no. and with the rope. I and acquiesce said, and said, "Get ready for quarters." Now go rob your local elementary school. Yeah, yeah. Hey, I just like to make a point about that the work. Like, yeah, go ahead, sure. Oh, after the I, games, I, after the games, when they mandated you do a certain number of pistols on one leg without letting the other leg touch, and then you do the other ones, it's always been alternating this, alternating that, alternating dumbbell snatches, alternating dumbbell hang cleaning jerks, alternating pistols on each leg. And after they did that, I remember coming on and saying, listen, this could probably be a thing that trickles down. Most people practice always alternating. What if they said – you have to do step back lunges, but you have to do 10 with the right leg, then 10 with the left. What if they did dumbbell snatches and said you couldn't change arms? That's exactly what we have here. And I am frustrated because that's such a cool wrinkle that really fatat- really taxed your grip in a different way. Going into the lunge, making the lunge harder and not being able to say, okay, cool, I'm just going <laughs> to alternate arms and then I'm going to rest on the rep seven. Whichever arm I wasn't using, I'm going to pick it up with that arm and start my lunge there was less strategy involved you weren't given the choice and that's a really cool wrinkle and a really cool trickle down but people aren't going to appreciate it because all they're going to be talking about is the crossovers just like at the games legless pegboards pirouettes and press to handstand was an amazing show no one will ever remember it for that because all they'll be talking about is the double under crossover and that's a shame because programming wise there's some really really cool stuff here and in both cases, I'm not, and I may, Taylor, you may disagree with this. I will contest that the fitness of the athletes was not well represented because the field was unprepared for that movement. And if that's what you want, then that's what you get. But if you want to see who actually has fitness, then give them something that they can you're, they can display their fitness with. You're talking about the crossover double under workout at the games. Yeah. Yeah, I'd agree. And in the um, same, and the, and to it uh, in in a very similar way with the crossover single under the quarters. 
I, I want to, uh, along that line, I think you guys, uh, you guys have uh, convinced me. I want to show you something. This guy is an amazing jump roper, but whenever I watch him jump rope, I, I always, I never see him jumping rope. Like he's got crossovers and everything, but I never see any of it because I never, I'm not actually watching the jump rope. You're watching nice. his dick bang up and down. <laughs> that guy's right? Jesus Whoa. Christ. That's disgusting, dude. <laughs> what are you Heart? talking that's about? Be cool, man. No. Be cool. cool. You're, what are you, a misogynist? What are you, a misogynist? Yeah. Seven, that was an advertisement for a pair of shorts. Did you go buy the LaCastro shorts? <laughs> The shorts did not look very supportive. Those that were those, hit me in the face through the fucking phone screen, dude. Hey, for those of you who've never seen my live call-in show, that was about 10 minutes of my live call-in show uh, this morning. You, you should check. You like that, Sousa? That's good shit. I was yeah. able to, hey, he's doing crossovers with the heavy rope. By the way, that rope Replay came that. in the Gains box uh, last month. So if, if you need to subscribe to a game, That's is he single? Mighty. That's disgusting. <laughs> Uh, what's the deal with the new uh, D- uh, Daniel Brandon grip? <laughs> <laughs> Just hug her as hard as you can. What do you mean? Uh, is there a new dumbbell? Uh, Starwind twenty one two dollars. Thank you. Is there a new uh, dumbbell grip? Does uh, anyone know what he's talking about? As it's bad. Um, so that that was a that was a standard last year also um, with the double dumbbell overhead walking lunge. There was actually a picture, same picture with a tattooed arm of someone palming the head of the dumbbell versus holding it by the handle and letting the head of the dumbbell kind of rest against the outside of the palm that. So that was there last year for quarterfinals too. Uh, Gary Roberts. Thank you. Uh, $10 much appreciated brother. Look, brother. Uh, looking forward to having Gary you on the show. Roberts? Yeah. The real Gary Roberts. Love you, Gary. Love you, Gary. Yeah. Um, best 10 minutes of my, of my day. I know that was incredible, right? Hey, Brian. Ten tests of fitness. It hits three of them. The crossover. Yeah, I don't. I, I don't think there's a problem having. It. I just think give give the quarterfinalists a week's notice, then okay. you get a much better representation of who's actually got capacity. Yeah, I agree. I, you, you guys win. I I agree. If especially listen, if you're gonna if if, if if they wouldn't have put out a list, I would be like, hey, you got to have it. It's your fault. But um uh. Once you put out a list, you got to have the shit. Uh, Anita Handjob. Oh, that's a um a Arabic name. Handjob. Sandwich. Sandwich. Uh, Anita Handjob. Uh, Brian is the type of guy to feed pigeons with his sandwich. J with his sandwich. Jr. Kicks. Jr. Doesn't kicks. Are you kidding me? Jr. You have, used to feed him Jr. Wouldn't sandwich? fucking harm an animal. You have J. You don't have Jr. Figured out at all. Jr. You don't I hurt animals. Do you? Them the sandwich and then Brian feeds it to them. That's how I read it. At least Wait. was that my first geez, was that my first polarizing like take that I just had that I thought that I thought that the movements were overshadowed by another movement. Wow. Uh JR uh the really sad part is is JR's invested a lot of money in uh quality podcasting equipment and yet he's still his sent to the bathroom to do a podcast. Where are you? Everyone wants to know where can you turn that around? What is this? Oh, all right. Oh yeah, hippo. It's a rhino, I, dude. No way, man. I have to close this window with this guy jumping on it. It's distracting me. Oh, there's a rhino. Is it the jump rubber right outside your window? It's my fourth favorite animal. Uh, okay, th- let's go. Uh, so so workout number two, um, let's go to the men. Um, I- I- any standouts uh, that anyone wants to talk about? Helping anyone anyone standing out here, whether they did exceptionally well. And we, we still haven't looked at Colton Mertens either. 
okay. exceptionally well or exceptionally oh, who poor? Who stands out to you? That's a good question. <laughs> I have a woman that I might ask Taylor about. Okay, let's do it. And that stands out. Yeah. Michelle Baznet. She's training uh, at SMTP, Taylor. What what stands out to you about that? Her performance in the second test. <laughs> what did we just hear Brian talk about for 15 minutes? I know. God, well, I don't mean, make don't make people feel bad for fucking engaging you with you, Taylor. The guys no, don't mean, I Jesus just think Christ. That we she's practiced a lot of crossover double owners and crossover singles, and just so happens that she's not good at them. So unfortunately for her, she took a hit in the workout. Oh, what did she get? Uh, I I can't remember. I think 357 reps. I can't remember. Taylor, you're in a doctor's office. I mean, uh, it's like a it's like a PT room at our gym. Okay, it's eleven hundred. So so Taylor, uh, Taylor oh, doesn't wow. like nerds. Jeez Louise. She's got ninety eight um, on the first workout though. So yeah, she'll do better on the third one. I think her third workout will be top twenty in the world. Hey, um, uh, Jr. Uh, or Hiller, is this something she could, She's definitely going to qualify still, right? This doesn't knock her out. She's she's going to Africa. Um, shit's going to be good there for. Her. Um, let's say she does go to the games. Is this something she can fix by the time she goes to the games? Can you be proficient in three months at a uh, crossovers? I'll be proficient in twenty four hours on those. She'll be she'll be proficient in another week on them easily. She's she's tenth in Africa. She's good to go to the semifinal. She's fine. Seven, I got an athlete I'd like to ask the guys about. Please. It's on the male side of the leaderboard. It's a guy from Bosnia and Herzegovina named Miso Popic. Bosnia? <clears throat> Bosnia and Herzegovina. University of Blue Mountain State? 1,564th in the open. Currently 21st worldwide in the quarterfinals. How does that happen? Are you pulling the athlete up? Mm. Well, I guess we're going to see. <coughs> meaning, no, no, meaning no, no. you don't. I'm not, I'm not being accusatory. I'm saying 1,564th in the <coughs> open, 21st worldwide after these two workouts. Is it because of these specific tests? Is he going to just take a massive hit on the next ones? Is there video? Is there video? Uh, no, not at this point. It's hard to find them. Unless they're on YouTube. Have you ever I heard of this guy, Brian? No, I looked through everyone in the. Uh, in the top 50 men and women. And this guy is like his, this, the jump that he made is like three times more significant than the next closest person from open to current standing. I hear steroids are legal in Bosnia. Bosnia hurts. Oh, what do you think, Brian? What's your thought? I, I went back and looked at his open performances and he had gotten a, a, a very good score on the first workout. Um, so, I, I mean, I think the guy's probably just really good at gymnastics his thruster was only 243, so I guess the, he's still strong enough to move the barbell in that workout and have, I mean, I mean, his score was 100th best in the world. And then the fact that he was eighth place on that one workout, you know, obviously he's good at the jump ropes and has a great capacity. I do think that it's likely that he'll take a, a substantial hit. And possibly, I mean, he's if he's 21st worldwide, I, I have to imagine he's in the top five at worst in Europe. Um, I found his videos. I, oh, you found him. That cable looks huge. Huge. What? I still think there's a good chance that even though this guy's 21st yeah. world right wide yeah. right now, that he misses the quarterfinals or the semifinals in Europe. Uh, how's that? <laughs> because of how badly he's going to do on test number three and uh, four. What's in those videos? That, or what's in those? Um, what movements are in workouts three and four that you're you think he should be concerned? Just about? the heavy clean and jerk, and then uh, rowing. 
I think that there's just a, a, I think that, you know, as good as he did on these two tests, I think he might do as bad on the next two tests. And the only reason I really wanted to pull him out here is to say that this is 40% of the test and that there's going to be a lot athletes that did great on this 40%. They won't do as well in the next 60% when it gets heavy and favors a little bit different style athlete and the other way around that there is still a chance for someone like Avino to have three great workouts and sneak into his semifinal. You didn't ask me about my other athlete who got 12th in the world on that second workout. And who's that? Emily White. We're keeping her on the DL until semifinals. Oh, can, can we can we pull her up? How did she do in the first workout, Taylor? She managed it to her weaknesses and strengths well, in my opinion, especially in her region. Uh, Emily White, five sixty-eight uh, and twelfth for uh, a total placing of five eighty in in the world. So she, so she's still looking good for uh semifinals. Oh, she'll definitely qualify for West. Has she been in semifinals before? She was 13th the past 2 years. Oh, nice. Yeah, what is this bullshit? 1000 viewers, 128 likes. Dude, just fucking subscribe and like already. Just do it. It's it's the, it's a nice thing to do. Or give money. Uh, yeah, unsubscribe and don't like and give money. I as Tupac says, fuck the fame, all I want is the <laughs> Fuck the fame. All I want is the money. Um, sh- shall we? Uh, a- any anyone? Oh, can we? We didn't look at Colton Mertens. No one wants to say anything about Justin Medeiros. You guys are just like we 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 say he's not a he's not a winner. Now he's at the top, and we're just like, uh huh. He's doing champ shit. That's it. Well, like I, I mean, like, he. I think that we talked about him during the open because he had a pedestrian open top one hundred finish. But that's pedestrian for someone who's a two time CrossFit Games champion. But he's done well in the quarterfinals, like, and it's it's no surprise to me that he'll elevate his game for this. And you know he's exceptionally well balanced. So what we've seen over the last two years is that there's he is better than everyone at not being really terrible at something. And so this uh, quarterfinals test is going to expose some most athletes at some point. He's likely not going to be exposed at any any point, and that means he's going to rise right up towards the top. Uh, and I saw Colton there. Uh, any thoughts on Colton's performances? Hey, um, uh, Sousa. Oh, Sousa's not at his chair. He's gone. I sent Colton a uh, text today with Sousa on it, hoping to see if we can get him on the show. What do you think about these uh, 30th and 10, uh, 107? Great. Should be great on the first one, and he was. Um, I'm, you know, I, I, I might have thought he'd even do a little better on it, but obviously nothing wrong with 30th. Second workout, I mean, I think that for someone like him, it's just like, Okay, he was, uh, you know, he wasn't amazing at that workout, but he certainly didn't get a, take a, any hit from it. And so just, you know, check the box and move on. I think that he'll do pretty well uh, over four of these five tests. I'm curious to see how he does on the rowing and GHD. God damn, <laughs> I love Colton. What about, what about um, uh, in our thread, there was talk of a couple workouts. I think it was, I don't know if I'm allowed to say their names, but there were two athletes. I don't know if that was like confidential information, but there were two athletes that we heard that did three workouts already. I think a lot of the athletes did three workouts already or, or more. I've already done four of them. Are you in the quarterfinals? No, but I mean, if I can handle four tests over this period of time, I'm sure that Pat Vellner can too. Uh. So, so do, has Pat done four? Why would they do that? Why I don't would know. I'm any- just picking out a random name because he yeah. he posted he posted last night reps of him doing the clean and jerks. It looks very easy, 
And we know he's already done one and two. So I think there are a lot of athletes that did them. Those guys in particular that were being talked about literally did the workouts like all within an hour of each other. They just did it, reset the floor, did another one, reset the floor, did another one. Why, Hiller, why would they do that? Why wouldn't they just wait? Why don't you just do two, two, and then one and just be the best you can be? I mean, there's the potential that they want to give themselves time to redo it if something went wrong. But also, I also think in the chat that you're talking about, it's just hard to fathom what it's like to be in that sort of condition where you can just do it like that and not really think twice about it. So you're saying that even even me asking the question, it's because basically I'm just bringing my 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 limits to it. It's like it's not. It's no, not, not, I think not, it is not necessarily. Not necessarily. It's just it's hard to fathom. And uh, I don't know. I mean, people like Jr. know people like Hopper and Taylor. Taylor himself has done stuff like that. And I've been in the position where it's only once you've deconditioned where you know what it's like to be in condition. And when you're in condition, you can do stuff like back-to-back workouts and put out near or maximal effort and recover and do it again. Uh, um, Taylor, uh, w- any would you've done would you've done two, two, one, or would you just be would you've already started powering through these? Um, if I like last year, I did it at Jr's gym, so a lot of what my game plan was rode on like other people's availability and when they were going. I think in an ideal world, why not do one Thursday night? one or two Friday, one or two Saturday and one Sunday. So you have it spaced out as much as possible to get a best score. Um, That's ideal for me. But last year I did three on Friday, one on Saturday, one on Sunday. It also depends if you want to get the best score. I mean, for the people that we're talking about, all that they have to do is place inside the qualifying in their region. Some of them, I think that some of them I know place some importance on being towards the top of that because they want a good seeding when they get to semifinals. Yes. We don't actually know the format for semifinals yet. We were assuming that they'll seed based on their quarterfinals finish. But, you know, as we've seen throughout this stages of competition, there are athletes doing competitions in the Middle East. There's athletes traveling across the world. There's athletes doing all these things. They're doing workouts late at night. They're doing them in small, you know, without any real rest or planning. Like for the best in the world, these stages of competitions are a formality. They don't, and there's no money on the line in the quarterfinals. So unless you're really trying to get a great seating for semifinal, there's not really an incentive for the best athletes in the world to do a, a hard workout, go get three hours of body work, take a two-hour nap, come back in the evening, hit it again, spend night at the chiropractor, get eight to get ten to twelve hours. Like they don't need to do that for this test. I got. Um, go ahead, Taylor. So you got. I got to come out. Okay, bye. Uh, Halpin, what do you? What, uh, did, can you bring any light to this one? Well, there's also athletes that are just signed up for this so that they could be in the worldwide ranking. There's athletes that are in, oh. obviously in teams that they're not taking it that seriously, so they may only do the workout once. Um, I think. Kyra and when he Milligan says that, this is Halpin, just refresh people's mind on if you win the quarterfinals, how many worldwide ranking points do you get? A fa- uh, two thousand. And then if you finish second through what? Do you get twenty points less than that? Uh, wow. Okay. Well, it's nineteen eighty for that second through whatever the number is, but it's the top. So it doesn't matter. Yeah. So if you win, you get two thousand. Pretty much everyone else who's relevant in your mind, seven all the athletes you've heard of, or the ones that are trying to be athletes you've heard of, they're all going to get the same points anyway, because it's yeah, just so it's not because it's based on percentile. Yeah. So uh, then it makes the athletes that are on the cut line, the ones that have to do the workout one twice the ones that got 11 minutes the first time and then they got eight or nine minutes the second time they're the ones that are sitting there not focused on three four and five yet 
they're trying to do everything they can in one and two before it's due. Uh, uh, specific, and what about this comment right here, um, Halpin? Uh, Andrea uh, Solberg just got massively adjusted in one of the workouts, 14th overall now. Is the implication there um, that, that people are seeing her video? Well, she massively adjusted up in a wow. positive direction. So this is – I mean, that's what I'm assuming at least, Clive. But um, So that's like, – I would be curious about how that happens, how your score improves. But what I'll this does what tell us is, is something that's – yeah, thanks. Something that's important for people to recognize is this is not a finalized leaderboard. CrossFit certainly has. Maybe they've begun reviewing some videos, but they'll need a little bit of time to do that. So expect some changes. And like JR said, at some point, they're going to ask for specific videos for, from specific athletes. And you will see everything from minor to major penalties with always the looming possibility of an invalidation. Right. I don't see. What <laughs> I was wondering how closely you were listening. I'm, I'm, I'm listening to everything. I don't see what they're talking about. She was 14th when I pulled it before, and she's 14th now. So She was what before? Say that again. Sorry. She was 14th before. Uh, okay. Okay. 14th again. Uh, actually. She was 89th oh. in Europe like 15 minutes ago. Oh. Oh, she's 14th in Europe now. Sorry. It's just that the number was the same across both. You can filter by where they're at now. Uh, on the app, I'm I'm on saying the, it's just an, uh, it's just like a coincidence that she was 14th in Europe when I pulled it before, and now she's 14th worldwide. Uh, we will there will be some crazy controversy. Don't worry, people. There's going to be some people who get, and it might not even be controversial. There will be people who you desperately want to go to the CrossFit Games, who you desperately think we're going to go to the CrossFit Games, who somewhere between now and the CrossFit Games, because of something that has nothing to do with their fitness, will not be going. And that well, won't be injury. It'll be a score put in wrong, a computer invalidation. They thought it was a fucking one arm handstand push up, and it was a two arm handstand push up. There will be. Don't worry. We'll 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 we will. Uh, they're juiced up. Who knows? But we will have some fun. There will be well, drama. Then, even to that point, it could be like a, a hundred athletes that they all got adjusted in front of her that that then are changing as that's as not, they review things here. Not a hundred. She only got fifteenth <laughs> and sixty seventh. Sorry. Uh, but there just could be athletes around her that got adjusted up or down that are then moving her score one way or the other. I'm making notes. Uh, tomorrow, we will spend some time looking at Paige Powers. I see what you got there. We'll also be looking at uh, Roman Krenikoff. Uh, we'll make sure we look at uh, Ricky. Savan, uh, can we look at Halpin's uh, spreadsheets for the breakdown by region before we go? Yeah, let's do it. Uh, a few more minutes left, guys. Uh, if you have anything crazy to say, get in the comments now and uh, send all your money. So if you scroll all the way over to the right, because these are by, I pulled these multiple times as registration occurred, but it's not that exciting for most besides me, the nerd. Um, I don't know if you can zoom in or not. But Tell um, us what this is right here. Uh, this is this is a, a tracking of the registrations as they occurred. So yesterday, while the first workouts were going on, they didn't allow the leaderboard to be shown, but I pulled it right before it got pulled down at right as the workouts were getting released. And there were 6,000 men that were registered for quarterfinals of a possible 16,000. Wow. And then uh, 24 hours later, just over 24 hours later, only 8,000 of the 17 or you can see there 16,946 actually wow. registered for the quarterfinals. So only 50% of the guys eligible who, who uh, for the quarterfinals worldwide registered? 
Correct. Yeah. I don't feel bad about taking one of those spots now. And only, <laughs> only three only three of the regions had over fifty percent of their region uh, registered. Um, um, uh, say that one more time. That last bit. Only th- you can see it there on the right. Only three of those regions had over fifty percent of their possible registrants register, and two of them are two of the smallest regions. And and uh, and, and so South America and Europe were the lowest. Uh, Africa and Oceania are the lowest. Oh, as far as registration, yeah. Yeah. Uh, hey, so uh, I, I would like to know what the implications are of that. For, uh, according to Brian Friend, does that mean, hey, just go ahead and just like just let's just make the test. Let's not let in. Let's only let in five percent and see what happens. Well, this is what last year uh, when I was working for the Morning Chalk Up, I did a study on this. Halpin might have helped helped me with it. I can't remember, or maybe Watkins, someone like that. But and I was looking to see where did the because re- there was a similarly. Uh, low amount of participation in the quarterfinals. And I wanted to see where those registrations were coming from. Like, were they coming from the top 2%, the next 2%, the next 2%, the next two or the bottom two. And it was actually pretty uniform distribution across all those things, except for the first one. There was obviously the most from the, the most competitive people, but the next four, it was pretty even distribution. So, um, I'd you love know, to see that too. So you're telling me the top 10% of the guys, 90% of them registered, but the once you go 2%, to two percent, Top two yeah. percent, but then once you break it away from there, it's like half the guys who are top ten percent in the world don't register. Half the guys who are top twenty, half, same with the very bottom ninety. The, the no, ass no, 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 guys, no, no. Oh. Ten, the top ten percent make it. 98th and ninety nine percentile have a high percentage of registrations. Right, ninety six and ninety seven don't. It's similar to ninety four and ninety five. It's similar to ninety two and ninety three, and it's similar yeah. to ninety and ninety one. So once you get past the top 2%, oh, that's oh, where then it's like yeah, about yeah. half of each of the next 2% did it. That's what it was last year. And I think I would guess it's similar this year to, you know, what, to what Hillary was saying is, well, I don't feel bad taking one of those spots is the, the people who are 89th, 88th, 87th, 86th, 85th, 84th percentile that might, might actually do well on these tests might have, um, might be better than some of the people that made the quarterfinals on this group of tests. They might've registered if they had had the chance to sign up. So, you know, but you have to, you have to draw the line somewhere. And I would agree with what you asked me and I would draw the line higher based for the, especially for the women, I would draw the line higher than the men, because what we've set, what we saw from the open this year, and a lot of it's thanks to the, the studies that Mike's doing is that there are just less women that have the, the, the prerequisite high end gymnastics and top end strength numbers than men based on a percentage basis and then we look at this test where you need those things to be relevant or to even really have fun doing the test. Uh, JR, where can we purchase crash merchandise? Uh, I'm actually working on getting an online store up because a lot of people are asking about them. But like these hoodies that I have on, that Hiller has on, um, I'll ship one to you and you can just Venmo me. So just DM me and I'll get you one. Uh, okay. Um, tomorrow... Go ahead, just real quick. Yep. Sorry, the women, because the women's even more drastic. Okay, uh, I think we should bring. Let's let's start with the women tomorrow. Okay, we'll we'll, we'll keep beating that horse. That's a, that's a subject that deserves a little more attention anyway. Um, the number of people who are registering, where they're coming from. Um, so tomorrow, uh, and thank you. That thanks for getting that in, uh, Brian and uh, Halpin. Uh, Halpin, will you be here tomorrow? I should. Five, 5 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Yeah. 
Okay, guys. Uh, Caleb, thank you. Uh, JR, thank you. Uh, Mr. Hiller, thank you. Uh, tomorrow, after uh, UFC, we will be here. Don't forget to watch the UFC tomorrow night. How could we forget? Thank you. You know, I'm watching the live disc golf right here next to the show. You could watch the fight during the podcast. <laughs> no, no, no. It'll be no, no. no. Okay, Extra sloppy. Five hey. bucks for every quarterfinal workout Hiller does during the live stream tonight. Holy fuck. Everyone. Are you, are you doing a live stream or you do the quarterfinals workout tonight, Mr. Hiller? I had no intention of doing any of these workouts. And now you can pick and make 25 bucks, though. Okay, guys. Uh, like a worth of YouTube videos. <laughs> uh, Brian, will you be here tomorrow at uh, 5 p.m. Pacific Standard Time? That's after the fight? Yeah. Oh, then then I should be free, yeah. Okay. Hiller, you're 90% yes. in. Yeah. You're 90, right. you're 90%. Yes, sir. Uh, JR, I, I don't dare ask you. I don't want to pressure you. Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. Uh, yeah, Wad Zombie, uh, $10. Uh, I suspect if I'm a betting man that uh, JR Howell will be here. If that's the only reason why you come to the show, you should come at least check. Uh, and then some at some time, I think um, Bill Grunler will be here. And at some time, I think Scott Tetlow will be here. And I suspect Daniel Brandon will be here. Maybe not. But these are in the next two days. Uh, maybe not tomorrow, but very soon. Maybe even Mr. Vellner. Okay. Bye-bye. <laughs>